It's the end of 2018. How did that even happen? Did you get to do everything you wanted to do or do you still have some to-do list leftovers? Well, here's what you can do with your 2018 leftovers to make sure you get it done in 2019. And there's a bonus section at the end. We'll take you through a guided materialization exercise. Have fun and welcome to the show. Five, four, three, two, one, liftoff. Two women, one mission, to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset, so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Colleen Longden and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking, Breaking Through, Through the BS. BS. Well, Ray, it's the end of the year. Is it? Yep. Are you sure? The end of 2018 no! is nigh. How did it happen? I know. It's just, you know, time happens whether you want it or not and that's it. Here we are a couple of days away from 2019. I thought it was still October. I was getting ready to go to America. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like that, isn't it? I, I remember all the excitement and everything when we were starting the show. We were starting our podcast at, at the beginning of October. October. And then we were going to America. And I said, you know, we'll be back before we know it. And I'm no psychic, but that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so here we are a couple of days away from 2019. So Ray and I were going to do a bit of a recap show, but we haven't had enough episodes to really do a recap <laughs> show. So what we wanted to talk about today is just being kind to yourself and looking over 2018 and seeing how much you've achieved, what you've done with the year, so that you don't roll into 2019 feeling that you failed or that you, you didn't do enough in 2018. Yeah, or or even repeating the same patterns that you've done for multiple years in the past. Yeah, that's right, because, yeah, we get stuck in that, don't we? We think, oh, I didn't do enough last year. But if you actually care to look back, take a moment, pause, and look back, you'll see that you've actually done so much. Yeah, because there's one last last little present under the Christmas tree, and that's the gift of time. Yeah, well, that's right. And we've already spoken about time optimization and things like that. So we know that time is an, an amazing gift. It's so precious because you can't get more of it and you can't get a redo when it's been spent or invested. That's it. It's Once it's done, it's done and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right until we sort stuff out. But then again, time is an illusion. It's created by man. So there are ways that you can spend time a bit, but that's that's too woo-woo for this show. All right, so what we want to talk about uh, right now is, Ray, how do you identify what you've done in a year? Because I know a lot of us would sit there and go, oh, I really haven't done that much. If you look at yourself and you go, no, nah, I don't think I've done all that much. I've got a great big list of things to do. I didn't do half of them. But as we we're saying, we need to be kind to ourselves. How can we be kind to ourselves? Yeah, I think it also comes down to what you focus on as well. Because mm-hmm. I know um, a couple of weeks ago we went away for our little midweek break mm-hmm. that we have every couple Order. of yeah every couple of months just to recalibrate ourselves and um, keep us in check. And I guess when we actually did look at what we set out to do at the end of 2017 for 2018, there was a whole heap of things that we didn't achieve. Mm. 
And um, having said that, there was a whole heap of things that we did achieve that wasn't on that list. Well, that's true. And the reason we know that is because, well, for me especially, I use a diary. It's a one-week planner per open page. And I go back and I look at everything that I've achieved or have done throughout the year. And I basically summarize that into a one-page document so that I can actually see what I have achieved, um, what I have got done, where things have jumped out of out of place like my mum had a heart attack on my birthday mm. <laughs> on Good Friday so um, I ended up having to go home to Tasmania and look after mum for about three yeah. and a half four weeks yeah, a month, wasn't about it? a month yeah. so I had to take that out of my normal schedule but I was able to recorrect and and get back on track but it's a case of these things you don't really plan for mm-hmm. so it's a case of adapting and overcoming Mm-hmm. And then um, for me, I'm a big one of reprioritizing. Yeah. So I guess it's a case of re-looking at the direction that you want to go and then working out what actually has the highest priority and focus on doing those things first. Yeah. And that probably didn't answer your question. No, it, it did because you said that you use the planner or the diary, the scheduler, to actually record things during the year and that then gives you a time capsule of what you've achieved during the year yeah. so that you can look back and see all the little, little ticks in your to-do list that you've actually achieved. So that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a big believer of um, there's a principle called the Kazan principle mm-hmm. and it's basically, to summarise it, it's 1% improvement every week. Yeah, small incremental Small incrementals, increases, consistency, comes down to also the... Small hinges, swing, swing big, big doors. doors. That's, yeah. that's one part of it. That's one part of it. I was going for the eighth wonder of the world, which is... Compound interest. <laughs> compound interest. Yeah. Um, it's actually compound interest in regards to what you actually achieve each week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it grows. It does, and it comes down to the discipline of doing. Yeah. If you do something every day for 365 days, at the end of that you don't have something that's done 365 days because everything grows and expands on what you've previously done. Yeah, expands exponentially instead of it's not 1 plus 1 equals 2, it's 1 plus 1 equals 11 11 or a window. window. (laughs) Okay. So, because a lot of us overestimate what we can do in a day, but severely underestimate what we can do in a year. So, what we get to at, at the end of the year is we have all these things of like we might have uh, our to-do lists that haven't got a lot of ticks in it because we didn't achieve them. But if they were so important, they wouldn't be leftovers, would they? We would have done them. No, that's it because it comes down to priorities and that's a, a daily decision that you make you look at it and go well by doing this is that going to help me get to where I want to go or is it going to distract me yeah because recently we spoke about the big rocks the pebbles and the sand principle we did and so when we're looking at this maybe it's when we look at the to-do list that we haven't achieved over the year if you still have record of them what you might notice is that you did the big things you did the big rocks a lot of the pebbles but not a lot of the sand. And if you haven't, then this is a great opportunity to go into 2019 and say, you know what, next year 
I've spent too much time putting, you know, filling in the sand in 2018. Next year, in, in 2019, I'm going to concentrate on the big rocks and have so many big rocks. Because what I do, Ray, I know that you've got a stool-bought planner that you use. Yeah. I They drive me to distraction. I can't handle them because they just don't have the, the columns and the sections that I actually want to use. So what I did, being me, um, thinking outside the box always, is that I created my own scheduler and my day starts at five o'clock in the morning. No, four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in winter. Yep, in winter. So that basically I don't have to scribble out things and the time periods are every hour, but that's broken up into every half an hour as well. So that suits my time scheduling because, yep, as, as you know, I get up in the middle of the night for webinars and coaching calls and mentoring calls to the US. So I need to consider those so I don't want to be adjusting a store-bought thing to try to get the right times in then I have on the side I've got how many projects I can do each week and I can only do five projects each week but guess what even before I write in that in my diary or my scheduler I already have three already filled out I have my number one project is Pauline Incorporated, because without me, there is no anything else. Exactly. Number two is Paris. He's my mentor, and basically I need to do whatever he says I need to do, I need to do. And then from there down, I need to then look after my clients that are I'm on a retainer deal with them. I need to look after them and make sure because they've bought my time, I need to deliver the time that they're paying for underneath them are my mentees that have paid me money to access me at whatever time. So I need to honor those people. And then that only leaves really one or two after that, that I can do each week. So that's the whole thing about we get into this thing of thinking that we can do so much in each day because I'm, I'm, I'm chronic at that. I, I would always try to smash myself every day thinking oh I have to do this I have to do this but then I would underestimate what I could do in a year so by having a scheduler that keeps me on track as long as I'm looking after those big chunks you know your big rocks each day and each week then that helps you with your your time management or time optimization as we actually more accurately call it because you can't manage time so I find that the schedule idea or the planner keeps you on track but it also as I said to you before Ray it provides you with a beautiful little time capsule that you can flick through and you can see how productive and what's your word effectivity effectivity yeah how much effectivity you've You've, done you've done throughout throughout the year year. (laughs) yeah stop saying what I'm gonna say oh I'm psychic you know (laughs) that's it so the thing about what's still on your to-do list the cold hard truth is that if they were important to you you would have done them. Exactly. There's so many people that will say, uh, this This came up the other day on Facebook, they said to me, oh, Pauline, you're so lucky because you're being mentored by Paris Lampropolis because Paris has just done a great big uh, fundraising and basically has allowed people to come onto our coaching calls. And people say, oh, you're so lucky that you've done this. And I say, well, the thing was it was important to me, so I pulled out all stops to make it happen. And they said, well, I've met him and I've told him I want to be a copy cub. And I said, but what did you do beyond that? This is relevant to what we're talking about because things will be done if they're important to you. 
if you don't place a high priority on them, if you don't make them one of your big rocks that you want in your life, that you want to complete, then they won't be done. So I made Paris one of my big rocks. And now he is, as I said, he's number two on my list of priorities because I fought so hard, worked such long hours to get onto his coaching program that I would be a fool two years in to drop the ball. And so it's all about your priorities. What you prioritize is what's important to you. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes down to it, it's what is worthwhile to you. It's Mm -hmm. not a case of, and you may find this the case that a lot of the the goals or on your to-do list that you haven't done are what other people have actually said you should be doing. Yeah, that old should word. Yeah. Got to should all over yourself. Yeah, stop that. It gets messy. It really does get messy. Yeah. So stop shooting. Get it out of your vocabulary. And, and that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's about other people's expectations of you and what you should be doing. So then you internalize that and then you start to judge yourself through the filter of other people. Yeah, instead of honouring yourself Mm. and actually identifying and knowing what's important to you and what actually makes your heart sing and and also your energy tick. Mm. Because if these goals or things on your to-do lists are that important to you, that light your fire, that's going to be the thing that gets you up every morning Mm-hmm. keeps you pushing through the hard slogs when times get tough. Well, that's exactly what you're saying. What I would say is if you're sitting here in 2018, the end of 2018, and you still have things that you didn't do this year, you need to prioritize them. Because Ray and I talk about goals versus um, outcomes. outcomes, and we prefer the whole thing about outcomes. But I'm still not goal-averse. I still like setting goals, but they're reasonable and they're realistic. But here's the thing about your goals. If you're going to set goals, they need to excite you. Oh, absolutely. So that you can buy into it. Because here's the thing. People might say, oh, I want to get $5,000 more per month income or 10000 Just put a number on it. But what is it going to take for you to earn that extra money? It's going to take more work. It's going to take time away from your family. It's going to... There's going to be some sort of associated opportunity cost. If that doesn't excite you... You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. So we talk about sabotage, we talk about the subconscious mind, but really if you're not excited by your goals, the rest of your team, and when I say team, I'm talking about your subconscious mind, higher self, and all the other parts of ourselves that we have some little intuitive idea that are there but don't know for sure. If you're not on board with your goals, they don't excite you. They don't excite your team. So they just don't happen. So if you're sitting here at the end of 2018 thinking that I should have, could have done all these other things, but you haven't, then they didn't excite you enough and they didn't excite your team. So what you need to do is just reprioritize them and see if they really are important at all. Well, yeah, and and if they are important, actually sit down and chunk up so that you get more engagement into achieving those goals. Mm. If getting $5,000 extra income a month just doesn't float your boat, it's like, okay, so what will that $5,000 extra a month do for you? Yeah, what do does for it your mean family? You? What does it mean to you? What does it look like? Yeah, exactly. Instead of like just a, a virtual or a, you know, just an idea of $5,000, put it into a word picture and that's how you get engaged in your goals and make them happen. 
But Ray, we've got a couple of other tools that we use to help yes, make our, our goals happen. And so what we talk about is that we obviously we've got our planners and our schedules. We uh, prioritize our big rocks, our pebbles, and also the sand. And we're, we're trying to get rid of a lot of the sand because it just gets everywhere. Have you ever been to the beach <laughs> and ended up with um, sand up your cozy? In your cozy? Or oh, your, hang on. Your Co- bathers? Cozy, bathers, swimmers, togs. Swimming costume. <laughs> There's yeah. about a hundred different words for um, budgie smugglers for, uh, for what you wear swimming. Just go naked. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only in certain places. Yeah, that's right. What, on your body or in location <laughs> Location All right. So uh, also we talk about time optimization and we've, we've done an episode on that. So use the tool of that to make sure that we prioritize things that are a good fit for the time that we have available to us. Yeah, just just before you go on, mm-hmm. um, just while we're at the end of the, the year, mm-hmm. while you're, you're thinking about what you haven't achieved this year, just think about what you haven't achieved that's bringing up heaps of um, sort of like negative emotions and like regrets. Like regrets and go, well, really, I wanted to do that. Those things should then jump up the priority list mm-hmm. for 2019. Absolutely, yes. Turn those into your big rocks. Mm-hmm. If they're things like you wanted to get away with your family more or take some mental health time out. Or you wanted to go to an event. Yes, an event that happens every year, but you just, for whatever reason, just can't seem to can't make... get your stuff together to go. Yeah. <laughs> and you know those events happen at the same time or around about the same time every year. Stick those in your diary or your calendar for 2019 now. Yeah. Give it and put a couple of extra days either side of that so you block that time out. Mm-hmm. So if it's really important to you, Write it in your diary right now. Well, yeah. well not right now because you're listening to us. Yeah, yeah. You need to focus on what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but so, after the podcast. So that's really important. I mean, you know, put these in, into your diary first. And I was about to get in, get into the whole idea of time out as well because that's another tool that we use to make sure that we hit our priorities and we get our outcomes and our goals done. And time out is either taking half a day or a whole day is a mental health day every now and then i'm not saying every other day like it's it's just every now and then when you just feel that you're exhausted or you just need to just switch off or just get out of your current situation have a time out day or mental health day do something different though just don't sit at home and yeah do something that engages you in life whether that's sort of like um, for us um, going on a bush walk or Going to a botanical garden and taking some photos. Yeah, going out on our stand-up paddleboards. Yeah. yeah, those kind of things. Thank you, you know. Santa. Thank you, Santa. Um, yeah, so those kind of things. And also we've spoken about mini vacations as well. Just a, a little breakaway. Um, and, yeah, and Two we know, or three nights. We know that if you've got a job, this is hard to achieve, all right? So, But it, when you work for yourself... And people will say, oh, well, it's easy for you, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's always easy for everyone else when you make excuses, isn't it? So we used to say the same thing. We used to see a lot of our mentors taking time out and just going away for like a a midweek break or or something like that. And we'd say, geez, wish we could do that. And then we just went, well, why don't we? The secret of that is not to schedule them when you need them, but schedule them beforehand. So what Ray does, and this this comes down to the whole scheduler or the planner, is to actually put time away in the future 
for when you need it. And I can guarantee that if I actually started to schedule time just when I need it, it'll never be done. No, because you can always find something to fill in that space. Exactly. So what you were saying about putting your time out in the future to go to these events that happen all the time and also then your money, you can then budget and work out how, exactly. how you're going to do that because people say, oh, well, I've got no money. I keep saying you've got no money, you've got no money. You know, you are what you say you are. Yes, especially when you when you know when the events are on, you know mm-hmm. uh, around about how much it's going to cost for um, airfares, accommodation, yeah. how much you'll need for sort of like food or spending money. Yeah, $11 billion. That's, that, that <laughs> that's the Australian cover. version yeah, of the American dollar. Yeah, that's $1 yeah. American. <laughs> but then you can work it back because you know that it's the end of 2019. 20, oh, <laughs> we jumped a bit. Yeah, it's jumped. the end of 2018. And, and you know that the event you want to go to is in, I don't know, May or October. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, so if I am an employee, that means I've got so many paydays between now and then. Yep. Or if I'm got to put in a free, freelancer, um, I know that as I take money in from client work, I need to allocate so much aside squirrel that across to an, uh, another account so that at the actual time that I need to go away or pay for those um, airfares, I've it's got the there. money there and I haven't spent it on um, bright, shiny objects between now and going to the event. Yeah, and that works for your mini vacations as well Absolutely. because it's like, well, I can't afford that. Well, you can. Just It's all about your planning. And also uh, Ray and I use a couple of other tools. We use meditation and we use what we call guided materialization instead of guided manifestation meditations. The difference for us between medi- manifestation. Ma- manifestation and materialization, manifestation is up in the ether, so it's up there. But when we talk about materialization, we're talking about it coming into our physical form, not in some sort of like spiritualist grow up in the ether into the out there what we're doing is we're bringing it into our physical reality because it's not good enough. Like if you want to manifest something, just to say, I'm going to put it out there. Where's out there? Exactly. Show me where out there is and I'll, I'll allow you to put it out there. This is going back to our woo-woo days, but we've already spoken about the subconscious mind and being precise in what you tell it to do. What we talk about with the uh, guided materialization exercises is it's asking the genie, asking your subconscious mind, set your subconscious mind the goal and the outcome. And it will set things to work to make them happy. Oh, happen. <laughs> and then you'll pardon, be happy. Pardon my, my Freudian slip. Um, yeah, so it'll help to make them happen. Alrighty, so we're about to finish up now. And uh, I, I think really what this comes down to is that 2019 is about to happen and you need to get yourself in the driver's seat because it's going to happen whether you're ready or not. Yeah, and I think you much prefer to be in the driver's seat than in the back seat or in the boot. Oh, sorry, or the trunk. <laughs> in the trunk. Pop the trunk. <laughs> I want to get out. You'll be hanging out with the trunk monkey. Yeah. All right, so thanks for listening. Uh, as a special bonus for today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to attach a materialization meditation that we did years ago it's called the sphere of light and it's a little bit woo-woo and out there but we recorded this for our students a hundred years ago and we have had some rave reviews about it it was only really available through our courses so we'd never really published it or pushed it out there for sale or anything like that but we just wanted to give it to you guys 
as a special bonus for listening to our podcast all year, or for the last couple of months anyway. And also we'll have that document, uh, my scheduler, that you can have a look at yeah, it's we'll in a PDF. Stick, stick it in the, the resources section at the bottom of the this podcast episode, Yep, um, which is episode number 14. Yep. Excellent. Um, on the website. So you'll be able to find that. And what we'll do is we'll put the audio in there as well so you don't have to listen to the whole episode that you can just download that and off you go and you can stick it on your phone and you can use it throughout the year Mm -hmm. so thank you very much and after the outro you can listen to the meditation keep listening if you want to or you can download it at your leisure but thanks for listening yeah and we hope you had a fabulous 2018 and here's cheers to an even better 2019 catch you next year Bye bye for now Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through the BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now. Get yourself into a nice, comfortable position. Now when you're ready, and only when you're ready, take a deep breath in. And now, breathe out. I'd like you to become aware of the molecules that are within your body. Your molecules are a part of all of your body. So see the molecules as they now merge and connect with the energy of all of your body systems. Your heart, your lungs, your bones, your hair, and your skin. Imagine now that all of your body is one and the same. There is no separation, only pure connection. Now your molecules and the energy expand and start to connect with everything that is inside the room. All of the molecules are easily transferring back and forth between one another. There is no need to fear, you are not stretching and you never ever become the room. You are merely connecting at the molecular level everything that is within the room. The molecules expand outwards even further until you are now connected with the entire building you're in. Keep expanding the energy outwards and become as one with the state you're in and now the country. You are now connected to the molecules of the land and the seas, the mountains and the oceans. You are a part of every crystal, all of the plants, every creature and every organism. You are now one and the same with all that is within and upon Mother Earth. See yourself expanding out into the solar system, connecting to all of the planets and all of the moons, and now becoming one and the same with the entire universe. You are feeling amazing and totally connected. Imagine that you are now part of the bright lights that lie beyond the universe, connecting with the grandfather and grandmother spirits, 
connecting to the spirits of our ancestors and those who have come before us, connecting to the spirits of our power animals. Now feel yourself expanding out into the brighter lights and into a beautiful golden energy and now expanding out as far as you possibly can go. Imagine that you are now part of a white iridescent light. It feels light but it has an essence. Become as one with this iridescent white light that is the energy that flows through all things. It is the energy of unconditional love. There is no fear here, only love. Here we are free of judgment and only experience total acceptance. It is here that when we join with the energy of all that is, the energy of creation, it's where we can create anything that we want, need, desire or require. So take a deep breath in and breathe in the amazing energy. From the standpoint of creation, imagine now a wonderful sphere of light in front of you. As you look at the sphere, you notice that within it, it's your life as it is right now. There are so many things that you'd like to change about your life and have in your life, so just think of them now. Reach your arm into the sphere of light and start to swirl the energy around. That's right, just like that. Now we will state our request and I will leave a space for you to insert your wants, needs, desires and requirements. So, it is requested that I have... In my life right now, in the highest and best way, with grace and ease. Thank you, it is done, it is done, it is done. And so it is. Keep swirling the energy around. And now you notice that the unconditional love energy starts to flow down your crown, through your body, and through your arm. And it starts to fill up the sphere of light. Keep swirling the energy until the sphere is totally full. Now remove your arm and allow the energy to settle. As the energy settles, you notice that the scene within the sphere of light has totally changed. All that you have requested has been integrated into your life, and it looks amazing. You want to go inside of the sphere and take a look, so do that. Go straight into the sphere of light, and when you do, you find yourself in a scene or an event that you have created. As you explore the sphere of light, like a child full of wonderment, I want you to see what you see, hear what you hear, and really feel the feelings of being there. And having all that you want, need, desire and require in your life right now. 
If there is a smell, I want you to smell it. If there is a taste, I want you to taste it. And most of all, I want you to experience all that there is to experience. This is now your reality. Your vibration now matches the vibration of your creation. You see that everything has been taken care of. Every intricate detail. It is all here. We will now invite your team into the sphere of light. And your team consists of your higher self, your subconscious mind, your spirit guides, your angels, your ancestors, and anyone else that you work with. Your team is always there for you. And they are all here now with you in the sphere of light. They look around in wonderment at what you have created. You show them around your new reality. They are delighted for you and are happy to help you in manifesting and materializing this into your life right now. They are now recalibrated and in total alignment with your vision, your values and your vibration. So now they leave the sphere of light because they're all eager to start to create this as your reality. It is now time for you to leave the sphere of light and as you do, you take one last look around and realize it is the most amazing thing you have ever experienced. And the best part is, you have created it. So now return back to the white pearlescent light. You'll see the sphere of light in front of you once again. Gently pick up that sphere of light. And while giving it back to the energy of creation, you give thanks and with immense gratitude you say, it is requested that you take care of this in the highest and best way with grace and ease. Thank you, it is done, it is done, it is done, and so it is. You witness as the sphere of light moves away from you, and now it merges with the energy of all that is until you can no longer see it. Take a deep breath in and breathe in the energy of your creation. Now it's time for you to return back to your space going back through all the bright lights, coming back through the universe to our solar system, coming back towards Mother Earth, back into the building you're in, back into the room, and finally back into your space. You're fully aware, fully integrated, but you are still connected to the energy of all that is, and you are perfectly grounded. Now when you are ready, and only when you are ready, you can open your eyes, knowing that all you have requested and created is in your life, right now. Welcome back.